How about if I turn my mic on? How does that help? Does that help? Ah, there we go. Sound. Sorry, folks. My bad. <laughs> Can't figure all the equipment out, apparently. There's a little button on the mic back here that says uh, on, off. So apparently I didn't turn it on. But start over. Dukes of football, the one. I'm here chilling, talking football. Uh, week three and four of NFL and NCAA uh, chit chat. I'm not going to keep you long tonight. Chit chat a little bit about um, uh, some of the good games from NFL and NCAA last week. A uh, couple things that might have happened that I thought might be interesting to talk about. I got our Doc Sports picks for NCAA. I got our Doc Sports picks for um, NFL and. It is game of the week is Cowboys and Eagles. And, you know, Tommy, Cowboys, the Lion, Eagles. So this should be a interesting, um, uh, what do you call it, an interesting picks this week. Uh, we're going to have a celebrity pick. Uh, you can obviously tell who's going to be our celebrity pick. So I have those for you. So um, I guess. See, look, there he is. So I guess I'll just go ahead and jump <laughs> right on to it. He's not wasting any time. He's not wasting any time. Um, I'm sure uh, we'll get a response from Tommy 
Um, uh, if I do think correctly, he's probably getting ready to run some races over in the iRacing scene, but I'm sure he's going to have a comment for us at some point in time. So, uh, so let's go ahead and jump right into it to our my bookie man caves, NCAA man cave. Uh, 50% deposit match up to a thousand dollars on a free $10 bet. Mybookie.ag. Hit them up, they'll get you taken care of. Uh, tell them we sent you. Uh, let's see. So, our NCAA talk for today we'll start off with my people here um with the wolverines uh, are the wolverines run game is the wolverines one game um for real this year you know i mean i i know i said it a couple weeks ago you know it looked pretty good but i also look at the talent base you know we won a, a pretty big uh non-conference game um being with the pac-12 and washington we had a very decent run game there as well um, I think the reason why I'm asking this question is because right now they're to have the number one rushing game in the country. Uh, they're got averaging about 350 yards per game. They total, I think, uh, just a little over a thousand yards in the three games um, for rushing. You know, you got the, the what the third leading rusher in the country, and I mean, and he's leading the country in rushing touchdowns as well. Quorum, I think I pronounced his name correctly. So you kind of think that. They tend to be on the right path with running the ball. Um, offensive line is playing very well. Uh, they're protecting well. You get to see a little bit of uh, McNary actually throw the ball pretty well. Uh, last week against Northern Illinois, and the one thing that sticks out to me from that last Northern Illinois game, that Northern Illinois game, is that they throw it through the ball a little bit more than we've seen in the first two games, which gives them a little bit more balance. But again, this is Harbaugh. This is Michigan. We've seen this over the last, you know, few seasons with him that uh, we start off with some of these cupcakes or halfway decent teams. And then we hit to the schedule and then it's, you know, willy nilly, whatever, whatever. But I feel this one might be a little different as in they might not suck as much, not saying they're going to win certain games. Uh, but being able to compete in certain games uh, will make a difference. Um, I think the Northern Illinois coach had quoted in the paper after the game is saying that this team is built to beat OSU. Now, they can say that all they want to in the papers, but until I see it on, uh, on, on, on the field, I'm not jumping all the way into it. They say <laughs> Michigan is way better overall than last year. It's really hard to rate last year's team dan it really is because they only played six games the big 10 started like nine weeks after the sec and the acc so you really didn't get it then they didn't get the makeup games games was canceled and all type of things people didn't play people held out so it's hard to equate yeah they sucked <laughs> but this team does have a better feel um he's got a younger staff um, he's got a younger NFL staff that he's brought in that's giving these kids a little bit more of an environment, so to speak. So we'll see. Um, true that, Dan. Um, true that. Uh, so we'll see. I, I like the where they're going. I think it's a big test for them this week 
Um, I do have that game up, so I'll get into that a little bit more. A big test they have this week with Rutgers, who I think their defense is a little run defense is a little bit better than what we've seen. I think they're ranked 27th in the country um, in the run defense, so we'll see a big test. They're also three and zero, so we'll get to that. So it'll be a good game. I'm proud to see that them doing well. Teams looking well, looks more balanced. But I'm not from Missouri, but show me. <laughs> uh, let's see who do we have up next. Now, this is what's going to be some news that we're going to hear over the the next few months or at least till the end of college football season or USC hires a coach. Um, Deion Sanders, you think he's a match for USC personality wise? I think it's an absolute fabulous match for USC. Um, The bright lights and, you know, the Tinseltown with L.A. and how Neon Dion's. Uh, electric personality is, I think, be a good match. But I'm not sure if Dion will want to take that job with the mission that he has right now. We're trying to build up the um, historical black college football sector. You know what I'm saying? He has an idea. He has a theory that you bring in good coaches with good talent. These schools can compete on the FBS level. And if you've seen Jackson State in the last year and a half that Dion has been there, they have made some improvements. They are getting talked about. They are pushing teams. And I think that he has made his point and is making his point that these schools can compete if you put the right type of money and coaching behind them. Now, saying that, being paid, you know, a couple hundred thousand to maybe a million bucks to coach Jackson State, to being paid ridiculous amounts of money to coach ridiculous amounts of talent to have a pool that you can pick through who would want to go play for Deion Sanders. Are you kidding me? I think it'd be a perfect match, but I'm not sure he's ready for that level just yet with the mission that he has said when he took the job at Jackson state. So I think Deion stays, but Deion does what Deion does. That money is, is something else, but I don't think he's hurting for money. He's a hall of famer. So I think it'll be good. Well, we'll see what happens towards the end of the year. But I think um, just by the mission of his name, it puts him towards the front of that uh, USC job. All right. So we're looking here. Let's go to our last news thing before we get into the college picks. Uh, Dan hates rankings early in the year. I'm not a favor of them, but I do use them. But this particular uh, topic, and I haven't changed any of my banners. That is not nice. I got the rambling. You know, Deion Sanders, there you go. We talked about him. Now y'all can see it. Now we get to here. So we have the way too early rankings. Nope, we're not going to talk about that. We don't think we talk about any rankings or AP rankings pretty much until week six. But I look at the power rankings a little bit different than I do the AP rankings, which are, you know, the uh, the writers and, you know, news people. We get to the power rankings, and it goes a little bit more off of the actual field play. So, uh, hey, what's going on? We are Penn State, I hear you. Uh, so what's going on? Uh, with the power rankings. So I was looking at them and, you know, the first couple teams you kind of expected Alabama is number one at three and oh, 
uh, with wins over Florida and uh, Miami. Not impressive wins, but wins nonetheless. Uh, Georgia coming in number two at 3-0 with a nice win over Clemson. Um, Low-scoring win. I think it was a defensive game. I think the score was 10-3 at the end of that game. But in the last two games, they put up 96 points. So I think that Georgia is staking their claim as being one of the powerhouses of the NCAA world this year. Coming in at third is the Iowa Hawkeyes. They are the uh, number third team in the power rankings with wins over IU and Iowa State. Both of those teams were uh, ranked in the top 20 when they played. So Iowa's looking pretty good with some good games coming up in the Big Ten schedule for them to to, uh, increase their ranking maybe. Uh, Number four being Oregon, also at 3-0. Only one signature win and a struggle against uh, Fresno State, who ended up beating UCLA, who I'm so disappointed in UCLA. But anyway, um, Fresno with a struggle win with Fresno State being the first win of this uh, first game of the season. But they bounce back and go into the shoe and uh, beat OSU. So that gives them a a high-quality win over a high-quality opponent. So Oregon stays up there. Penn State comes in at number five um, at the power rankings at 3-0 with wins over Wisconsin and Auburn, both ranked. Wisconsin still highly ranked. Um, Auburn being an SEC team, being a part of that that group of schools that is supposed to be untouchable. So, let's see, should be disappointed in that flag in the background. (laughs) Never that, bro. We're never disappointed in the Wolverines. Well, we're disappointed, but we'll never turn our faith away. (laughs) But, um. Where was I? Uh, Penn State. Penn State, I have them challenging um, OSU completely. Actually, I have Penn State coming out of the um, – well, no, I had OSU, but I had Penn State being my my challenge team. But the way they're playing right now and the way OSU looks right now, I do put Penn State a little bit higher um, as the best team in the, um, the Big Ten. Obviously, they're undefeated. Um, obviously their opponents don't really match up to the quality opponent of Oregon is, but it's two for one. Penn State's looking at the better team. I think they are the second team, like in our uh, karma question, um, karma social media question I asked for the NCAA. I think Penn State is the second team out of the Big Ten that is built to compete with some of these high-powered teams that compete for the national championship, being Clemson, being the SEC, uh, being OSU, being Oregon, uh, being Oklahoma, these guys that are spread out but still run the ball in between the tackles. Penn State's built like that. So um, I feel that they do have a good chance. I'm looking forward to that game between them and OSU because I do feel Penn State's going to be undefeated when they go into that game. Uh, coming in at number six, we got the Bearcats of Cincinnati. Uh, a decent win over <laughs> – Get the cheese, lad. Uh, uh, coming to the Bearcats at 3-0, and uh, coming out with a win over IU. Um, the win is good for Cincinnati because it's a win over one of the Power Five, and they're the next five, I think, whatever they're labeling them. Um, but that's a good win over them. They got a nice test coming up, I think, next week against uh, the Lions, Notre Dame, Irish. That'll be their second big matchup of one of these so-called power teams that could for, that could thrust them 
into that conversation in the playoff. Um, they got over that one hurdle with IU. It wasn't the IU team that we saw at the end of the year last year that we expected to see this year, but I do see uh, uh, that being still a quality win over the Big Ten. Now, when we see now when they see Notre Dame, that will be their last test um, and 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 opportunity to show that they are one of those teams that they should be talked about. And it's a good a good showing for the Big Twelve, a good showing that they are a team that can that can compete on that power five uh, conference level. So um, and then notables after that, we got Oklahoma at eight. Um, not really a big win for them. I think they got the easiest road into the uh, the power five coming out of the big 12. They don't have any challengers. They played all their non-conference games. So, um, I mean, you can say Texas and the, and the Red River shootout, but whatever. So um, Oklahoma, Notre Dame comes in at 12. Uh, Coastal Carolina will be the other team outside of the Power Five that is make rumbles. They're at 16. Um, and then let's see, I have to mention it. Michigan is at 17. So there you go. I have it. Those are the power rankings. Uh, every time I watch Michigan, I think the University of Delaware. You know what? Delaware has to pay us for – uh, the use of those winged helmets. I can't, I can't validate that statement, but it sounds good. You know, everybody copies off of them. They're called the winged helmets because of us. I don't know what else you're going to do with them. Delaware, I think Cedar Grove, I think a high school here has them too. I don't like it. It's hating. It's copycat. It's copycat infringement. I don't like it. <laughs> All right. So that is it for that. So let's get into um, our Doc Sports NCAA Picks of the Week brought to you by Doc Sports Picks. Text BW Sports 1 to 29022 for your free $60 pick. It's three $60 in picks. So here we go. Uh, game one. We got Rutgers at Michigan. We talked about this a little bit ago. Please don't know, worry, folks. I don't pick Michigan a lot when we do a lot of these pickies and things. Only at certain times. I'm the same way with the Lions, Notre Dame. I don't throw them out there all that often because those are teams. But best believe they will be thrown out there, just to put it out there. Uh, but let's see, we got Rutgers in Michigan. Um, it is the fourth straight game for Michigan in the big house, so I'm um, looking pretty good. Um, it worries me a little a little bit. I want to see how consistent John is in staying with his game plan and letting Gaddis call these plays to keep the offense balanced, you know, with the rushing. Um, Ruggers is decent on the offensive, on the defensive side of rushing. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, let's see. The Lion goes uh, Michigan 44-23. The one goes Michigan 34 24. So here we go. What do we got? What do we got? Ricker, Rutgers is like 34 minutes from me. Who? Hey, Rutgers, Rutgers is not a basketball. I don't have an issue with playing Rutgers. You're playing a high school day. That's terrible, man. This dude is clown this. I don't like you. Big Ben, don't make me not like you. <laughs> All right. So we go back to the games. Let's see, game two, which is the college game of the week. We have Notre Dame at Wisconsin. 
We talked about both of these teams just a little bit. Um, I was on Notre Dame a little bit harshly last week with the inconsistency of the offense and the defense, which is supposed to be their strong side of the ball. But it looks like they ramped up a little bit better, Looked had a better showing against Purdue after the little pettiness and not letting the drum in. Yeah, that's pretty petty. That's pretty petty. I can let them. But Purdue countered pretty well. They coordinated their band real well, so they got the big drum in in their band performance. And they banged the drum real loud in the parking lot. But it did not help and is not going to help send them vibes again this week to uh, Wisconsin. Uh, I'm going to go Notre Dame 24-13. I think they've gotten their balance. I think they're starting to show um, what they are going to be, and they're going to l validate my picking them to be part of my final four. Uh, the Lion has a pretty closer game. He's going with 26-20. Uh, so there you have it for our game of the week. And let's see. Our upset game, Dan is going with Nebraska over Michigan State. Uh, Michigan State has improved, looked very well. They're also 3-0. and uh, Home game, Nebraska. I like to hang with the, the Lion. He has picked a couple games the last couple weeks with college and the pros. But this one, mm, I'm not quite so sure. Frost is I mean, he's fighting for a job coming up next year. And I think this Michigan State offense has um, an identity and they're going to let it work. But the line goes for that. Uh, my upset game, I'm going to go with Arkansas 31-30 over number seven, Texas A&M, because I just don't like their coach. Point blank and period. I don't have anything else to discuss about it. I just don't like Texas A&M. Yeah, let's see. Let's flip back over to <laughs> Oh, <laughs> let's see. Um, now, our college money game, the Lion likes, uh, let's see, he likes Georgia Tech plus 12 and a half over 21 North Carolina. I was so high on North Carolina at the beginning of the season, and they're not happy. They're not doing it for me. I'm with you on this one, the Lion. I think that's a good pick. Uh, my money pick, I'm going with, I smell maple sausage and bacon. It's Wednesday. It's breakfast for dinner. I smell buttermilk pancakes. I'm going to have to hurry up. I'm getting hungry. Plus the Yankees and Boston Red Sox play tonight. But that's beside the point. This is football. I'm going with the Tennessee and Florida game. I'm taking Florida uh, to cover the 20 and the over of 61 and a half. The reason why I'm taking Florida to cover because of the showing of last week against Alabama, falling just short of being able to take out the number one team in the country. I feel that they have earned their respect in the SEC, and they're going to come out here, and they're going to put a foot down, and they're going to hammer uh, ex-Michigan quarterback Joe Milton pretty well in Tennessee. I like Florida cover, and I like the over the – Excuse me, the over at 61 and a half. Florida will cover over <laughs> by themselves. I agree. I completely agree on that one. So uh, I'm going to take a small commercial break, and then I am going to um, come back and give you the NFL stuff. There we go. 
All right. If you are looking to get in that elite performance shape, make sure you hit our friends up at Elite Performance. Zach over there at Elite Performance. They'll get you right, right and taken care of. If you've seen Dan, you can see the transformation in him. He looks great. He's smiling better. He's moving better on his feet. I don't think his knees hurt as much anymore. Zach can do that for you as well. 765-499-1005. Check him out. Lead performance. Oh, by the way, uh, I think it's uh, October. I forgot the date. Dan, help me out on the date on the performance. I don't have the new flyer. I suck. Uh, Lead performance powerlifting competition coming up uh, in the next uh, 30 to 45 days. If you're strong, sign up. Prove it. Uh, let's see here. Where are we going? We are going to – Oh. Is that what I'm looking for? The 16th. The 16th. October 16th? Yes. October 16th. Bam. Or September. October. No, because we passed September. October 16th. Elite Performance Powerlifting Competition. We will be hosting it uh, or broadcasting it. Zach and Elite Performance will be hosting it. New facility. I see the clips. It looks great. Can't wait for the new commercial to come out. It's going to be awesome. Get over and check it out. All right, um, let's see. We are getting into inside. What do we got inside the uh, NFL cooler chat? Mm-hmm. Uh, do we have any good thing to talk about? Uh, we can talk about the Saints being handicapped, uh, but still not making any excuses. You say, what do you mean by being handicapped? Well, the Saints were being handicapped because they had, I think it was six, six or eight coaches out on the COVID list. So, and that was the whole week. So you had nobody, you, I mean, you didn't have the, the personnel to, you know, do all the right um, preparation for the game during the week. And you didn't have those people on the sideline being able to help with the in-game uh, adjustments, you know, things of like that nature. But I do like how the Saints did not come with excuses um, I don't want to say their excuses. I'm going to agree with Jeff Saturday and say their reasons. Excuses and reasons are different. Um, excuses is you coming up with something of, of why you didn't perform properly. Reasons will be uh, legitimate things of uh, hindering you from getting the, the proper um, whatever uh, to be ready to preparation to be ready for the game. You know, not having those guys out there, those coaches that to see things that you don't uh, to properly read game film and things like that to display that to your game plan. You know, those things were missing. So uh, I think it affected them on the field. I appreciate the 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 bravado and not making the excuses for the reasons why. Um, I feel that they'll bounce back. So, but I can't take away from the Panthers. Um, you know, when McCaffrey's back, they're going to be you know, a solid, a solid, solid football team. So let's see, where are we at? Uh, we move over to the Raiders, 2-0. and And I feel that they're going to be 3-0. and um, Chucky, I think, has maybe gotten car together. They look really good. He's spreading the ball out all over the place. Um, the tight end is fabulous. The defense is playing a lot better than I anticipated. You know what I mean? I didn't really um, – um, I expected Pittsburgh to win. I did. Um, I expected um, 
the Raiders to have the same West Coast lows that most people have early start game coming all the way uh, east off a short week. You know what I mean? Blah, 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 blah. Um, but I thought they uh, would compete a little bit more. But uh, then, I, again, I was wrong. The man, the ones in the field, the NBA over here. Hey, what's going on, buddy? Hey, and then just for the record, I'm going to continue to defend my guy, Ben Roethlisberger. I don't think he's the issue. If the if you can't pass, and he gets the ball out faster than anybody else in the NFL. I mean, I think it's less than two seconds he has the ball in his hand. That's the reason why we're not throwing the ball down deep. And the reason why we can't do that is because our offensive line doesn't block anybody. I mean, the run game can't make it happen if you don't give them holes to run through. I don't care what running back you got back there. You can have the great Walter Payton back there. If you don't give him a hole, he's not going in it. It is ridiculous. And if you can't block the run, you definitely can't block the pass. So um, I don't know. I thought, you know, the change in offensive line might help. Obviously, you can see Villanueva is not doing much better. And <laughs> in Baltimore, if you see the little whiff block that he got. But until they figure that out, uh, just continue to put the defense in bad situations. Offensive line. I don't mean, I mean, shoot, I got some third and fourth graders. I think that can, you know, block better than they can, but that's beside the point. <laughs> uh, let's see, where are we moving to? Um, but I like the Raiders. I think they're playing well. Um, I think Dan and I both were a little high on them coming out of that division. So I think they're going to challenge with the Chargers and the Chiefs. So there you have it. Uh, let's see. One and one teams that we're most uh, concerned about. I had a list. The one and one teams that I'm most concerned about is Pittsburgh. One, because it's mine. But there are a couple others that I'm a little concerned about. But that's the one that sticks out for me the most. Uh, let's see. What was in? Oh, uh, yeah. I guess there was a Superdome. Yes, the Superdome did have a fire. If I was reading correctly, one of the power washers caught on fire. And then one of the dudes got, you know, burned up a little bit and sent to the office with nine fatal injury. The office, the hospital with nine fatal injuries. So, um, there you have that. I got arrested one time for being on Hinesfield sign and videoed it. That is ridiculous. <laughs> and they let you out. I was boy, if you were in Philadelphia, you'd probably be underneath the stadium right now. I'll probably tell you that. You know, we in Pittsburgh, we got a little bit more class than the them Eagles over there. Sorry, Dan, I couldn't help it. I mean, I do have a jail in the bottom of the stadium. <laughs> um, all right, let's get into what you guys all really came for, and that's for the picks. And uh, that it was uh let's get it, let's get into I mean I lost it. Here we go. Doc Sports NFL picks of the week. Again, brought to you by Doc Sports, text BW Sports 1 to 29022 for your free uh $60 in picks 
Uh, all right. Game one, folks. Game one, we have Buccaneers and Rams. I'm going to do the game two game of the week. I'm going to do that last because of all the ties to this game with the Lion and uh, Mr. Tommy Boy, who I think is running scared from the Lion uh, and his Cowboy Ingles matchup. But first game, we got Buckles, Buckles, Buccaneers, Rams. Buccaneers, Rams. The Lion goes Rams 31-26. I like it. I like it. This was a hard one for me to pick because the Rams look very good. That defense is playing outstanding. You got uh, Aaron Donald forcing the issue from the line, and you got Jalen Ramsey picking off everything and anything um, in the backside. You see how that defense kind of just smothered the Colts uh, last weekend. I know because I was there at the game. Shout out to uh, Mr. Brian Matthews and his wife, Heather, for uh, gifting myself and the Mrs. One uh, tickets for that game. It was quite fun. Last minute, walked out to shooting jump shots with the daughter, got the text. It's like, all right, a couple more jump shots and we're gone. So I ended up at the game. That was pretty good. Good game, but I like the – he likes the Rams on that one. Um, I'm going to go with the Buccaneers. I'm going to stay uh, with Old Man River and uh, go Blue Tom. And I just think uh, the defense is going to finally show up for Tampa Bay. You know, those guys have been kind of sluggish to start off the season, haven't been such lights out like they were finishing off the season and going in through the playoffs in the Super Bowl last year with all the pressure that they applied on Patrick Mahomes. So um, I look for that defense to come back. Um, it's hard to go against Old Man River uh, when he's thrown, what, nine touchdowns in the first two games of the season, um, second uh, second most to only Patrick Mahomes, who's thrown 10 the first two games of the season. Um, and then him and Gronk have a connection at 100, 101, 102 um, touchdowns. I, I like the way Tom goes. I like the way he thinks. You know, Gronk's not going to watch any game film. He's going to fly right past. And, oh, by the way, I am not going to watch any other version of Monday Night Football unless it's Peyton and Eli. This crap is outstanding. I don't think – I watched the whole game and don't think I watched, but maybe – I had to go back and watch the game on NFL Network because <laughs> I don't think I, – I watched the whole game and don't think I paid attention to not one part of the game. I was listening to Eli and Peyton the whole time and then when our guy boosted Pat McAfee got on there and got to talking with this guy, if you guys nationwide don't know, Pat McAfee still here at Indy doing his show. Um, he is a funny, maybe the funniest punter alive. So that was uh, pretty good. I'm kind of locked in on the Peyton, on the Manning broadcast. So back to that. Um, let's see, we're skipping. Uh-oh, we got comments. Uh, if Dallas can or <laughs> is that sure you tell Tommy Fly? <laughs> you guys are killing me. I love it. I love it. This is awesome. I hope he's paying attention too, by the way, but he's not. Um, I'm going to skip over the game of the week. We'll do that last. Let's see. We'll jump into our NFL upset game. Um, let's see. We'll start with the Lion. His upset game. He's actually taking the Colts 
over the Titans on the road, 27-26, and he doesn't even know who's going to be the Colts quarterback. He has great faith in something in Indianapolis that I do not see. How do you sprain both ankles in the same game? Listen, I've got the most terrible ankles in all of ankledom. Ask everybody who's seen them. I got an ankle that looks like a softball 90% of the time. I've never had two sprained ankles at the same time on different ankles. That has to be the most unique unicorn thing I've ever heard of in my life. And he's picking them to win in Tennessee. Uh, but Dan has a little knack for things of that. So he said, truth, I'm seeing it. Oh, absolutely amazing. Yeah, I'll talk about it. My my ankle is probably the same diameter as Peyton's five head. That thing is gigantor. Like right now, if I had the camera, I'd show you, but I don't, I mean, my ankles is kind of ashy too, because I took a shower. I want to be clean, so I don't want to scare you guys off <laughs> with the sandpaper. So, uh, yeah, let's just go back to the games. Uh, I don't know, Dan. That might be a difficult one. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Chargers over the Chiefs, 37-34. I like the way the Chargers looked last week, even though they took the L in Dallas. Uh, Dallas finally benefited on on their good side of one of these terrible calls by the receivers. There was no, I mean, the officials, there's no way in God's green earth that Herbert was in the grasp of that rushing defender. That was an incomplete pass, not a sack. That right there is what lost the game for the Chargers. Now, flip side, Dak is playing great. Uh, Dallas's defense, who is is who I was questionable on, is playing pretty good football right now. So, but the end result is the Chiefs want to get back from that loss to uh Lamar Jackson. But I like the Chargers coming in with the chip. They played him well last year. He's got another year of experience. I like the Chargers in this one, 37-34. Mm-hmm. I don't like the one after <laughs> that upset. My bad, dog. <laughs> uh, he speaks the truth, Big Ben. I think the Chiefs get beat by Herbert. I love you. You guys are awesome. See, Dan, that's why I like you. You're actually sometimes a smart guy. All right, here we go. Money pick. Uh, Dan is going with the sea the, the, uh, the Seahawk Viking game. Um, he is taking the Vikings plus one and a half. Uh, I like it. Um, I actually think they're going to cover, and I'm not sure about the 55 because neither one of those teams are scoring a bunch of points or not known for scoring a bunch of points. Their defenses are a little more their 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 staple. So I do think um, Seahawks covered the one and a half, and I don't think the under is good for the 55. So I'm good with you on that one, Dan. Um, I am going to take the Saints at the Patriots game. Uh, the line is the line is New England negative three, uh, over under 43. I'm gonna take the Saints at plus three, and I'm gonna take the over because I think um that last week with the Saints was an issue completely involved uh due to 
um, the lack of coaching personnel on the sideline for the COVID-19 protocols. So I'm going to go with the Saints to um, plus three and the whatever, the under. I think that's what I took. Yeah, the under. Uh, she's a Chiefs. I still love Mrs. Big Ben. <laughs> hey, Mrs. Big Ben. Uh, let's see. Let's go back here. And that was it. So now we have to get to, you know, what it is. You know, I think I think what's going to have to happen, they're going to have to get some type of little firework thing or from when we do the games of the week. That's what I think. I like it. Hmm. Ideas. Anyway, so let's do it. So uh, NFL game two, game of the week. Eagles at the Cowboys. The advantage, Cowboys, because they got this awesome freaking stadium with this big-ass jumbotron that Pat McAfee can't kick punts in because it is too low, too big, and he kicks too well. So this game is more than just a a more than just a football game. This is a family rivalry. This is heated. You know what I mean? My mother's a Cowboy fan, kind of, because my stepdad was a Cowboy fan. I'm Pittsburgh. I don't like the Cowboys. I'm Pittsburgh. I don't like the Eagles. So I don't have a stake in this at all. But this is a family battle. You got the lion with his fly Eagles fly, by the way. You just had a fan, a citizen, flying 37 miles above the earth in a civilian spacecraft, flying the Eagles, singing the song. I seen it. I watched it. But it was second to the Pittsburgh Steelers having a terrible towel in the International Space Stadium. So once again, the Eagles fall short to the Pittsburgh. But that is not why we're here. Dan and his Eagle, his split home, his son, is a cowboy fan, which is terrible. His brother is a cowboy fan, which is great for him. Tommy Boy, Tommy Checker, Checker's the clown. It's gonna be just the, the fabulous. Matter of fact, I would like to do a Stevens broadcast for that game. Like the Manny thing. I think it'd be good, but I don't want them to be in different places. I want them to be together so I can see how it used to happen back in the day when they used to fight over these games. You know what I'm saying? So without further ado, I think we're going to jump into it to see where these what these guys have picked for their games. All right, so I'm the tiebreaker, so I'm going to go last. And we're going to do our celebrity guest, which is Tommy. And I'm going to give you something funny for him. Let's see. Let's switch over to here. And we're going to give you, where's he at? We're going to give you Tommy Boy's picks. We got him here at Cowboys 27-21. I love it. Great pick. And then we're going to take off his pick. And then we're going to put up this guy's picks. The Lion takes the Eagles 30 to 24. So they're sticking on this six-point theme here. So they're sticking with that. So we have the Lions pick. He's obviously going Eagles. And then 
you have my pick, who is the final pick and the most important pick, which I can't find. And we have it here. The one is going to go with the Cowboys 24-13. And if you know me, that pains me very well. And it lets you know that I'm going to call it straight down the middle because I despise Cowboydom. It is ridiculous because I don't feel how you ever thought that you was America's team. Just saying. If anybody was going to be that, it should be the Patriots. But anyway, I'm not a Patriots fan either. But there you have it. Those are my picks. Um, I, I, I just think that I like the direction that the Eagles is going. I hate it that they let me down in my upset pick last week against the 49ers. I thought they were going to go on the road and do well. But um, I know this is more of a heated rivalry. There'll be a lot more emotions involved in this one. But I think the dual running attack of Pollard and uh, Ezekiel Elliott, yes, I put Pollard first. Uh, Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott with Dak playing better than I thought he would coming off that injury. And this somehow bend, don't break Dallas defense is going to make it very difficult for Jalen Hurts to do anything uh, productive. And it's just going to shred the offense, shred the Philadelphia defense. So uh, maybe I'll have a different side of things um, the second game of the year between those two. But right now, that's who I'm going with. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm getting death threats from the Lion as we speak right now. Um, but I'm sorry. That's what I got for uh, the game of the week. So, and pretty much that's all I got for tonight. That is it. Um, I wasn't going to keep you guys very long. Just go over our picks, talk a little bit about a little football um, and those things like that. So again, when the season goes along, um, uh, as the week goes along, uh, see third, let's see, Saturday, I will I hope your mic breaks. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday uh, before the game start, I will post our picks again uh, so you can see them and match them up with your games, your college games on Saturday. Sunday, I'll do the same. I forgot to do it this Sunday because it was last minute real fast going to the Colts game. So I dropped the ball on that one, but I will not drop the ball this week unless I get Colts game to Tennessee. Um, but I doubt it. So that's where we'll go. Um, and there you have it. Let's see. What else do I need to say? Um, yes, make sure you guys jump over to the website, uh, www.bwsports.com. Uh, catch up with everything that we're doing. Um, check uh, You can catch the, the revamp shows over on our YouTube channel. Um, you catch everything that we've done over there. You'll see a lot of Tommy's uh, eye racing things over there. Dan's interviews over at the Combat Zone with the Bare Knuckle Fighters is over there. Go check them out. Um, and we got a lot more stuff lined up for you coming up. Remember, State of Basketball is coming back too. Preseason starts or uh, training camp starts in two weeks. So the big storm and then we'll come back. Uh, look for any business opportunities, advertisement, promotion, anything that we can help you do, broadcasting, uh, filming, anything like that. Hit us up, info.bwsports1 at gmail.com. End of the night, shots up, phantom shot toaster. Have a good one. The one, I'm out. Uh, via the lion. Have a good one, folks. I think I'll go watch some Yankees, Boston baseball, and eat maple.